is party time, Mom. Tuesday, 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 the most underrated, underachieving day of the week. It is Monday's hangover. Oh, Lisa. Hungover from all the food I ate this weekend. Still. Lisa Page made me do it. (sighs) (laughs) Bloated. I'm still bloated. Party fell, Steve. Party fell, Nation. I'm sure Lisa Page makes everyone do everything. Mm hmm. I sure do, boys. Girl, stop. Mm-hmm. You know, let me fix my, fa- my mm-hmm. bleached hair. Chad Prather Show here in the Mothership, which is Studio 22. Puppet Master Mark and Candace, the queen. Sleek and regal. Uh. <laughs> You're so in vacation mode, I can't even. I'm ready to go Look Florida. Look at you. Maybe you are. Florida. That color screams, I am ready to vacay. Mm-hmm. I, wish, I wish my tan looked as good on this than this light as it does in real life. I, it does, though. Well, then again, you were having makeup done this morning, too. So. A little makeup done. A little yeah, bit. I think sometimes when, I, when I'm out in the sun, I come back in, my makeup, they put the makeup on me. It's lighter than my yeah, actual skin it, yes, tone. Yes, yes. You know? Oh, she's just trying to lighten me up. It must suck to be guys because you really can't enhance your tan with like a good bronzers and highlighters and contour. Hey, yes, you can. Except right? I do. Except you do when you're here. <laughs> I uh, thank God for Sarah Gonzalez uh, because she gets me that Isle of Paradise gel stuff or whatever. I rub it on me and it's pseudo Mexican tans me Sarah up. Gonzalez. You mm-hmm. saying Sarah's a pseudo Mexican? Yeah. The uh, don't look, don't say that around her. She does carry a razor. I know. <laughs> she will cut you. Um, she doesn't watch the show. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. <laughs> Unless she's on it, and I'm not sure she watches it. Then you know, I really wish wish everybody would do um, is go. Subscribe at blazetv.com slash chat. Blazetv.com. And also, what I really wish you would do is go to where podcasts are offered and leave us a review. It's been a long time since I've pushed for that. It's time Say to something push good us. about me. What? I need something said good about something me. Something good. We need to That'd be great. push that back yeah. up in the ratings. I was at the uh, at HEB, and they, you know the they bring your groceries out to you, curbside service? Uh-huh. Yeah. And the guy walks out to the car and says, I know you. That's and, awesome. Uh, made me feel really good. Oh, nothing makes me feel better than when we're out and about and people say they watch the show mm-hmm. or they listen yeah. to the show. He told me every day he gets off work. That's yeah. straight to listen to the show, watch it, the show. Really, that's the most encouraging thing that people could say to me is they they're listening to the show because, like, I mean, the, the, just the fact that you would take forty four minutes and eleven seconds out of your day, right? And whether you're putting on your makeup or brushing your teeth or fixing your coffee in the mm-hmm. morning, you got it on, or people who are in their drive time. And a big shout out to the folks that are driving trucks across the nation, keeping America live and open. Um, you know, I get a lot of that and uh, love our trucker community. And um, even when you try to run me off the road on I-45, we still love you. Still love you. One dude, man, I was driving. I was driving yesterday morning. One dude was. I think he thought he was still in his sports car. <laughs> He was really? whipping that sucker around. When you were kids, when you would pass trucks yes, on the highway, we would did you go it. like this? Of course, absolutely. I and still do it. Still I do like it. to see those truckers that are doing about 80. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll roll in behind them. Roll in. But no, I, it's, I, I love it, man. We've got a great support and, and, and a huge fan base. I'd love it if folks would come out and see us in Port Charlotte, Florida. And then we're going to be in Lake Jackson and in New Braunfels next week. Yep. Right, Steve? That's going to be the 2nd and 3rd of July. So. Get your holiday weekend started mm-hmm. with us. Because July 4th start is on a Sunday, right? Yeah. In it? Yeah. So Did we will have a re-air of this show on the 5th. 
you know a lot of schools speaking of holidays like that i just heard this deal a while ago that a lot of the schools now instead of having holidays posted on their calendar it's just going to say day off really even like thanksgiving christmas day off well, we can't. We yeah. can't. We have to make sure that no one's offended by Thanksgiving Day. Man, I, if I pull up my calendar on my phone, it shows me all these different holidays yes. from like the Middle Eastern countries That's and stuff. That's a setting. That's a setting. And thing. It's like, and it's like, <laughs> I don't know. How the origins it. of this holiday <laughs> yes. are unknown. That's a then setting. Why the hell is it on my iCal? <laughs> <laughs> you merged somehow. You merged it because there yeah. is. Yeah. Well, that's. <laughs> I, they, they're probably putting it on there so you're understanding to people of different cultures yeah, more in case you run yeah. into, right, right, right. You know. listen i'll take a day off for anybody right it's, uh, listen the older i get i'm telling you uh, we steve steve would say we go hard we get after it most people don't know they're like how do y'all do all the stuff that y'all do we just don't slow down yeah. just, i don't know what's how you do wild. it honestly yeah I, I did have somebody recently they told me uh dude you need to slow down and i'm yeah. like dude i got bills to pay i, I mean you guys, you're not 90 you guys are not, yeah, I know. You're yeah. not even 50. What? When I lose weight, though, people are I'm at that age where people go, what's the matter? Yeah, what's wrong? You, so, you everything okay? Yeah. I just want to lose my fat ass. I, if, is, is that what it takes to lose weight? Is something to be wrong? <laughs> something got to be wrong with you? Something got to be wrong? <laughs> Dysentery. Uh, <laughs> no, I, but I, I like to go. And yeah. we also know how to make ourselves look busy, too. I mean, I... I I, we're pretty busy. You are you are very busy. We're pretty busy. But and we with him coming with you, he's busy too. I know that. We got stuff going on. Steve's got a lot going yeah. on. Yeah. On his own deal. It's uh I think but you know in truth uh the advice that I got was that you need to slow down. It's like and, and I have that mentality, yes, I do, but it's you just can't. No. Nope. Really and, you, and who you wants can't. to? No. We give me 20 million, I'll quit. Uh, hey, did you know that the average American has 97 points they could add to their credit score, but no idea how to get them? That's the data scientists at ScoreMaster that have cracked the code on how. Adding 97 points to your credit score is like found money. It means fast loan approvals, huge discounts, and low interest rates on everything from buying or refinancing a home to leasing a new car to applying for a credit card. Now, how fast is Scoremaster. Well, one member raised his credit score 33 points in five days, another 43 points in a couple of weeks. Scoremaster is so easy, it takes about a minute to get started. And if you hurry, you get to try Scoremaster for free. That's right. Try Scoremaster free and see how many plus points you can add to your credit score. Go to scoremaster.com slash Chad. That's scoremaster.com slash Chad. Again, scoremaster.com slash Chad. Try it out. We'll be right back. Now, I made some statements about slavery in last night's uh, episode. And I want to I bring this back. I want to talk about it. Just, just so everybody knows that I'm not just pulling dates, facts, numbers out yeah, of the Yeah, did butt. you see that comment section from last night? People, that people, was, like, get, up, people get all fired up. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down, people. But um, they know their history, too, though. So at least they know some history. Three and a half centuries of African slave trade, okay? 1501 to 1875. I'm pretty sure I said that last mm-hmm. night. African slave trade. It's qualified African slave trade. Uh, 12.5 million Africans were taken as slaves to other nations. Let me give you the breakdown. 12.5 million. A lot. 46% of them, uh, that's roughly 5.8 million, 
were made slaves in Portuguese holdings, 26% in English ones, that's 3.3 million, 11% in French, that's 1.4 million, 8% in Spanish, that's 1.1 million, 4% in Dutch, that's 0.6 million, only 2.4% of the enslaved Africans, or 0.3 million, 300,000 were brought to the United States. Oh, wait, I thought we invented slavery. Exactly, don't you know. Um, so... I, made, I talked about Anthony Johnson last night. In 1619, or shortly thereafter, a black man, Anthony Johnson, arrived in America and presumably became an indentured servant. Over time, he became prosperous, a prosperous landowner, amassing 250 acres and considerable wealth. He began sponsoring immigration to the colony, employing indentured servants to work for him. After a dispute with one of his black servants, Johnson went to court seeking the permanent ownership of that servant. And in 1654... The court granted him that man's service for life. This was the first occasion of legal slavery in America that was not punishment for a crime or a criminal offense or for those captured in war, and it occurred when a black man sued to own another black man. So the first slave was not in 1619. It was 16. Now, one may argue that a, a white judge most likely... <coughs> Um, I don't know. I'm sure they could. Of the, I'm sure most people yeah. that argue this have no idea that it was yeah. a black person holding, you know. African-Americans owning other African-Americans yes. is not as isolated as it might seem. Carter Woodson, uh, who was, lived from 1875 to 1950, uh, he's, a, he's known as the father of black history. Uh, he conducted extensive research in U.S. census data. He found that in 1830 census, 43% of free black households in South Carolina owned black slaves, as did 40% of free black households in Louisiana. They owned uh, 26% in Mississippi, 25% in Alabama, 20% in Georgia, uh, and blacks owned slaves in the North as well as the South. Here's something that a lot of people didn't know that's very interesting. This is something that is not spoken of in history, but listen to this. Native American tribes also owned black slaves. According to the census of 1860 in the Choctaw, Cherokee, Creek, and Chickasha tribes, one out of every eight persons, 12%, was an African-American slave. Strikingly, a higher percentage of Native Americans owned black slaves than white Americans. And the same is true for free black households in the American South. Wait, can you just repeat that again? Don't you want me to? The, the part about the whites? Yeah. A higher percentage of Native Americans owned black slaves than white Americans, and the same is true for free black households in the American South. Huh. See, that's something you don't talk about right there. Huh. That's stuff you don't talk about. So interesting. Furthermore, Indian slavery of other Indians was very common and had been practiced by Native Americans long before the arrival of either Anglos or Africans. And because Indian tribes are considered separate and independent nations under American constitutional law, when the 13th Amendment abolished slavery across the nation in 1865, it did not affect Indian tribes. Slavery in Indian tribes continued but finally ended with the federal government negotiated subsequent treaties. Um, Whites were also enslaved in the United States. In fact, up, up to the 16th century, there were more documented white slaves in the old world than black slaves in the new world. You don't say. Yeah. Holy. So, you know, what I'm reading from, and we talked about this book on recent, uh, The American Story, uh, David and Tim Barton. Tim was on the show. Mm. I'm sorry, David was on the show recently talking mm -hmm. about this. Get this book. Um, there, there's a lot of untold history that's out there 
and uh, it's good, good stuff. That book should be required to be in every school. Yeah. They do a fantastic job in that book. Uh, I devoured it. I mean, just just ate it up because it's written from a story perspective. Yes. And it's it's real life. I mean, it's mm-hmm. real people, names, dates, actual numbers, and uh, good stuff. But it's like, whoa, don't start saying those kind of things about history. Because I mean, then yeah. we, I mean, we can't, we'll lose our victimhood. Right. Not, not the and, facts. And again, no. and again, this book asserts, it asserts. Let me, let me read the very first paragraph, the very first sentence. Uh, the uh, slavery is indeed a great evil, but it is a human evil, not a distinctively American evil. Over the history of the world, we have yet to find a race that at one time was not enslaved and also enslaved others. Every race has been both victim and oppressor. Thus, the history of every nation and every race prior to the 20th century involves slavery, demonstrating that slavery is without a singular color. But see, we, we're, we're politicizing this thing to the point where it, it's become, I mean, atrocious, horrible. Should have never happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, One slaves, too mm-hmm. many slaves. Should never. But again, read your history books throughout history. Man's inhumanity to man. How do you think the pyramids got built in Egypt? Where's our pyramids? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have a pharaoh. <laughs> it's in Vegas. Yeah, it's out in Vegas. We didn't have a, yeah. There's one in uh, Memphis, Tennessee at Ducks Unlimited. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> ay, ay, ay. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Steve. I love how things just come out of your mouth. I got jokes. I just can't tell them. Yeah, you do it. You wait till you get on my show to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is um play we got some clips here mark will you play clip number two please for transgender people a secure payment doesn't mean protecting yourself from someone buying sneakers with your card no if you're transgender A secure payment means paying for something without being judged, questioned, disrespected, humiliated, harassed, even assaulted, simply because the name on your card doesn't match how you identify. This is about more than just keeping a card safe. It's about keeping us safe. True name by MasterCard, the first card that allows you to display your chosen name because that's who you truly are. Well, okay, first of Excuse all... Excuse me, Wally. First, I have <laughs> something to say. First of all... Stop it. I've probably made 15 purchases in the last... Over the weekend with my credit card, debit card. Nobody looks at the damn name on the card. <laughs> Nobody, not one. Well, first of all, that... I'm assuming female that it was identifying as a male there was buying athlete's foot spray. And uh, girls don't really get athlete's foot. Or was that shaving cream? I didn't. I, I was trying to figure it out, I'm too. kidding about the athlete's foot spray. I'm just making a point. Women don't get athlete's foot mm-hmm. because their toes naturally spread more than men's. Do you know this? No. I've yeah. never had athlete's foot. Though, exactly. So. Yeah. Because women's toes are more spread than men's are. It doesn't trap the, the sweat and the 
nasty fungus. First and history and now foot, guy, foot fungus. I know about this. From Chad. You know about feet. You I love about feet. feet. Yeah. This, this kind of, so I'm joking about him, Gio Martinez, as his true name displayed on his MasterCard. Apparently, you can steal his identity and go buy some things. His number was 5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5555-5
No, they wouldn't. <laughs> but they're woke. But they claim yeah. they're woke. They wouldn't have a clue. Anthony <laughs> Johnson. I think yesterday, last night I told that pretty good from memory. Oh, you did. That was great. You were right on point with the numbers, the stats. Yeah. Uh, and what I found most interesting was that the United States of America had the least amount of, of slaves, slaves, of African, African slaves. slaves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, that's, I'm Anthony Johnson, and this is my MasterCard. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love it. Oh, my gosh. Have wow, mercy. that was funny. Whew. But really, though. Every now and then, you just got to have a good belly laugh. Yeah. I have not seen that commercial, though. I have not. I'm well, glad I'm I saw either. it here. I That's I why watch, I don't watch TV. I don't watch yeah. enough TV or Give me something. a Stop with the virtue signaling. I, when I do watch TV, I have noticed that every commercial has uh, everything. everything in it. In one commercial, they have, you know, everything. interracial yeah. marriage, oh, yeah. gay. Yep. Uh, they have Let's to do this hit thing. all the points. <laughs> Even the uh, billboards, the Bud Light Seltzer, has got it in the rainbow colors. Everything's got to do. Uh, hey, our uh, favorite... New sponsor. We welcome to the show. We talked about them last week. Happened to love these guys. Brave Experience. They offer 100% natural grass-fed beef snacks like Angus beef jerky, protein bites, and sticks from American cattle ranchers. They are delicious. Brave Experience is passionate. Uh, as passionate about your health as they are our heroes. Therefore, creating a culture of health was a huge part of their mission. I've talked with these guys, met with them. They're fantastic folks. They only use beef raised by American ranchers. Brave Experience is all natural and 100% free of artificial ingredients. Gluten, nitrites, nitrates, MSG. No added hormones and antibiotics. It tastes as pure as the mountains and the plains that it comes from. Zero carbs, zero sugars. High-protein, gluten-free snacks, keto and paleo-approved. Brave Experience is worthy of the hero in all of us, and they're also proud to be a give-back brand that has a positive impact on the world by honoring and celebrating American heroes. They strive to recognize, honor, encourage, edify, and empower those who have served or are serving our country by giving them a dream experience. A portion of the proceeds from each sale benefit these American hero dream experiences. Hey, guys, go visit brave-experience.com. Enter Promo code CHAD, C-H-A-D, to get 15% off your first order. That's brave-experience.com. Go there today. Promo code CHAD. Be right back. Do I hear about that, uh, that, um, Senator from Rhode Island, Sheldon Whitehouse. <laughs> Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. He's a Democrat from Rhode Island. Uh, he kind of got in trouble uh, a few days ago, confronted last Friday by a Go Local Providence reporter who published a video along with an article on Saturday detailing what occurred after asking about the senator's membership at Newport-based Bailey's Beach Club part of the Spouting a Rock Beach Association. Uh, it's all white, private club. So not only is his name White House. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he was in trouble from the jump. Yeah, he bills himself as a progressive and prominent critic of systemic racism, mm -hmm. yet he's a member of the Spouting Rock Beach Association. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, would you please put it on the Underhill's bill? <laughs> I think people who are running the place are still working on that, he said. I'm sorry it hasn't happened yet. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> just think we need to uh, work our way through the issues. 
because uh, he was asked if such clubs should continue to exist at a time when the country's having a racial reckoning. Uh, he said it's a long tradition in Rhode Island, and there are many of them. Remember when they were giving the Augusta National Golf Course all this grief about not only having any black members, which they changed, and then they didn't have any female members, Condi Rice. Mm, <laughs> so mm. They got a black female. Uh, Condoleezza Rice is a member of the Augusta National now. And so, um, but it's in Rhode Island. It's two birds, one stone. My fear. Yeah, right? <laughs> but if, if this had been in the South, they'd really be, this wouldn't be existing. Oh, but no. it's in Rhode Island, right. my fear. Right. Yes, darling. <laughs> mm. Mm. Time to quit the club, Sheldon. <laughs> yeah, practice what you preach, Sheldon. Oh, my gosh. I think it would be nice if they changed a little bit. But it's not my position. He's like, plus, the hors d'oeuvres are too good. They're fantastic. You must try the brioche buns. (laughs) 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 But apparently it's been passed down for generations. Um, Go Local reported back in 2017 that for both Sheldon and Sandra Whitehouse, (laughs) membership in Bailey's goes back generations. Their parents, both of them and their children, summered at the ultra-exclusive club and had access to socializing and building contacts with some of the wealthiest families whose ranks include multiple billionaires. Mm. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. I mean, the fact that it's written, they summered. If that doesn't scream white privilege, I don't know what. It's like Bernie Sanders said, everybody's got a summer house. (laughs) (laughs) I bet that club has generational of slave cooks. (laughs) Probably, probably, hey, probably all ring a little bell, dangling a lane. So, well, y'all uh, know that in in Rhode Island, only white people live in Rhode there's Island. There's only white people. There's in Rhode only Island. white people in Rhode Island. So, I'm, everybody I've ever known from Rhode Island's all all two of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's as big as this studio. I know. <laughs> Blaze Studios is the same size technically as Rhode Island. <laughs> True. You could drive uh. across it in 35 minutes. <laughs> uh. Here we go. I'm going to read this to you. We had no idea our daughter was having trouble seeing at a distance. At our annual eye exam, we were shocked when they told us she needed glasses. Her vision had always been 20-20. Now a teenager, her eyes were changing, and she developed myopia, which is more commonly known as nearsightedness. My daughter is Asian, and according to the National Eye Institute, East Asians show the highest prevalence of myopia, with 69% having the condition by the age of 15. Steve, shut up. (laughs) Just shut up. I was going to say, since my daughter is 13, the doctor recommended glasses instead of contacts. She was less than thrilled to know that if she wanted to see, she would need glasses. I've worn glasses since I was 10 years old, so I understood that glasses are not the most exciting thing to pick out. I took my daughter shopping to find a pair she would wear. My daughter's friend got her glasses at Warby Parker, and that's where she wanted to shop, too. Good for her. She tried on pair after pair, but for some reason, nothing looked right on her face. Her eyes were never centered on the lenses and were up too high, which created a weird effect. I couldn't figure out why. We finally asked the salesperson for help. You need the low-bridge version of our glasses, said the salesperson. She left us and returned with several pairs that were low-bridge designs that made a big difference. My daughter went from teenage pouting to suddenly excited about the possibility. She found a pair she loved and we placed the order, still thinking about glasses shopping. I got home and Googled low bridge glasses. Turns out that's another way to phrase glasses for Asians. (laughs) I knew it. I had no idea. I am white. And even though I have been her mom since she was a tiny baby, there is still much I'm learning about her experience as an Asian American. 
I read article after article about the challenge many Asians have when shopping for glasses because of the shape of their nose and cheekbones. I also read about how much of the glasses industry, like many other industries, have been stock items on generalization of Caucasians, have based stock items on generalization of Caucasians, excluding other races from what is considered average. What is average anyway? It's, is anyone typical at this point? There's no such thing as one size fits all. I'm glad to see the eyewear industry starting to take this into consideration, that glasses need to fit more than mannequin-based, than a mannequin based on some sort of human ideal that rarely exists. This Beyond is a non-issue. <laughs> she's basically making an issue over something she's saying is a non-issue. Yeah. That, you are correct. They addressed the issue, but now you're making an issue over there being an issue well, that they addressed. Yeah, and what would you like the glasses to be called? Glasses for Asians? Well, seriously, and by the way, Warby Parker, I, that's where I get my glasses all the time, and they have a tremendous do. variety. Fantastic. But what would she, what do you want the glasses to be yeah. called? Let yes. us continue. Even Target this year will offer adaptive clothing, Halloween costumes for children of all abilities, inclusion matters, sensitivity to all perspectives and experiences can help us be better than average. My daughter's glasses arrived in the mail. She put them on and squealed with delight when she could see things at a distance clearly. Then her glasses kept slipping down her nose. It started to drive her crazy. She took off her glasses, and there were tears in her eyes. I love being able to see, but I'm worried glasses just aren't made for my face, she said. I assured her that everyone needs their glasses adjusted and that it was normal. So back to Warby, Warby Parker we went. <laughs> when we arrived, the salesperson greeted us. I mean, first of all, the name Warby Parker. <laughs> Don't ask. I mean, it's probably summer with the Sheldon Whitehouses in Rhode Island. We will be... Vacationing with the Warby Parkers. The Warbies. The Warbies. Mm -hmm. We arrived, the salesperson greeted us. Uh, in the helpful twist of fate, she was Asian too, and she was wearing glasses. Wait, what? Wait, yes. so you're telling me Warby Parker actually has Asians they working for Asians. them? Wow. Right. Only in the low bridge section. <laughs> <laughs> my glasses need adjusting, said my daughter. She nodded sympathetically. Are they slipping down your nose uh, nonstop? She asked. My daughter nodded. Uh, she said, mine did that too, but we can fix that, said the salesperson, pulled off her own glass and explained to my daughter in detail how she got her glasses fixed and what to look for in glasses. And she took my daughter's glasses and let her watch as she worked to get the perfect fit. I will be forever grateful to that salesperson who took so much time and caring to listen to my daughter's concerns and helping her know that she was not alone. In the end, my daughter got more than a pair of glasses. She got empathy. Understanding from someone who had a shared experience, it was quite a sight to see. This sounds like a Google review, y'all. That, <laughs> that was all a that happy was. ending to that's a story. Just, Thank yeah, you. It was such a sight to see. I love how she ended that. So punny. Punny. That's very funny. Well, good for her. I'm glad she got her glasses and she feels good about herself. And, and all of those good things were able to just come to pass. For that. I just don't like wearing glasses because I think they made me look old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Has you, nothing to do with my big nose. You ready for me to get in trouble? You ready for me to get in trouble? <laughs> yep. Here I go. Uh, you know why Ronnie Millsap doesn't jump out of an airplane anymore? Scares the shit out of his dog. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Oh, uh, oh my I gosh. can't believe you're running for governor. How dare you? You're oh racist. My God. You're racist against glasses and uh, Asians. Now you're talking about people you that are blind. Stop players. Asian hate. Mm. <laughs> You're talking about a blind man. <laughs> oh, boy. Can't tell jokes. Nope. Punchlines are offensive. Can't say it. <laughs> Don't say it. 
Hashtag punchlines are offensive. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. It is something. <laughs> My God, watch Chad.com's where all the fun stuff is. <sighs> oh, what else, Governor? Oh, we having fun here. This, this is good. So, so much whiteness. Candace Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know your people own more slaves than anybody else? Huh? I don't want to comment on How's that. How's that for perspective time? over there? It's a lot to think about. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about gold. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one who's noticed it. The state of our great nation has changed, and with it, so has the world's rock-solid confidence in the U.S. dollar. Thanks to our government's out-of-control spending, many believe we'll see dark days ahead for the dollar. That's why now more than ever, we recommend you diversify with gold and silver. And the folks we recommend is American Hartford Gold. They sell physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside of your IRA, and they make it easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. And if you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first order. You got nothing to lose here. So don't wait. Call them now. 866-503-9299. That's 866-503-9299. Or text CHAD, C-H-A-D, to 65532. Again, the number 866 503 9299 or text my name, Chad, to 65532. And we'll be right back. Just laugh, people. Just laugh. Unless, uh, unless you're a Florida man who flew into a rage after his Starbucks barista didn't give him the cream cheese he ordered with a bagel, pulled a gun on the woman. Florida man. Florida man. They're crazy. Uh, she happened to be the daughter of the local police chief. <laughs> yeah, you picked the wrong person, you yeah. donkey. That's like when our buddy uh, uh, Spencer Corson, that dude tried to break into his house a few <laughs> weeks ago. It's like, you talk about messing with the wrong cat. That's right. Yeah. Come on in and get some of this Delta Force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Omar Wright, 38, allegedly brandished a gun at the 23-year-old worker at a Miami Gardens drive-thru shop last week after he received a bagel with no toppings. Damn. I mean, someone has some rage issues. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little temperament problem. Basically said, you don't know who you're dealing with. Uh, that's what the police chief said when he threatened his daughter. He was brandishing a weapon while looking right at her, saying those words. So she felt fear, fear for her life. He came to the drive-thru window with a gun in his hand. Yee! Got arrested, charged with aggravated assault with a firearm and armed robbery. Uh, charge he reportedly objected to in bond court. Uh, I don't know how they got armed robbery right, reportedly said, <laughs> as his lawyer argued, uh, that he had paid for the cream cheese. But did he, though? But did he? But did he? Um... <laughs> I don't know how they got armed robbery out of all that. Uh, I don't think you can brandish a firearm at a drive-thru window anywhere. I think that would be automatic, at least thinking that you're trying to rob the place. Mm -hmm. So yeah. there's where that charge mm -hmm. is. So the, the police chief uh, offered a little advice. If you're angry about something, there are other measures you can take. Go get counseling. Go for a walk. <laughs> but do not pick up a firearm. It is not right. You should use taser.com. <laughs> uh, who says Tuesdays aren't fun? Oh, my God. Tuesdays are the best. Tuesdays are the They're most starting to become fun. my favorite day. They really are. 
Oh, uh, I'm going to start coming up with uh, just, I've been thinking about different names for our each day's episodes. Yeah. Know, weird, weird Wednesdays, wild Wednesdays. Wild I had one for Wednesday last week. I can't remember what I it was. I can't remember what it was either. It we was were talking clever. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I was seeing that they American Airlines, which we fly all the time, and I love American Airlines. I do. I have no problem. People, you know, they have their favorites. We fly American so much that, I mean, they'll see us getting on the plane. They're like, hey, where to this week? Mm-hmm. You know? And so we go into the lounge or whatever, and they, hey, you know, they know us. And so no complaints there. But they were asking members of their uh, staff if they would come work for free, like flight attendants, like they had such a demand. I don't know. I mean, I don't know, the airports are packed right now. Yeah, yeah they, they are. are. Everybody's traveling. Yes. I mean, they're making up for lost time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but American has had to cancel. Uh, they canceled more than 300 flights Saturday and Sunday because they couldn't staff crews for the plane. Um, there was bad weather, of course, with the tropical storm in the south. Um, other factors led to the airline to reduce its flight schedule by 1% in the first half of July. That reduction will minimize surprise at the airport. Uh, so they're, they're trying to, they, they can't get people to come to work, apparently. They don't have enough. Um, half of Sunday's flights were canceled over crews, but no percentage was given for Saturday's flights in the report. Others issues, they had maintenance issues and blah, 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 blah. Um, so... It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Here's what's concerning me about the airline industry is these Russian hackers. Like, you get the hackers that messed up, what, Southwest a couple of weeks uh-huh. ago and everything on Southwest got grounded? I don't think we should talk about that because I don't think anybody should get on and tell people where to go hack us at our most vulnerable places. Well, Joe Biden did. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Biden did. Joe Biden basically comes out and says, well, I gave him a list of things that shouldn't be touched. So that means there's a list of things that can be touched. Yeah, yeah that uh, most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Here's all our weaknesses. Please don't yeah. do it here. Yeah, here's like, our uh, secrets. Like, oh, don't touch this. This would really hurt us. Like, yeah. these should be off limits. You senile dumbass. What is wrong with you? <laughs> but that's literally what he did. Yeah. And then he comes down bragging about it. And then he gets defensive when somebody calls him out on it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they're going to, boop, and our plane's going to be like, soul plane. <laughs> say that i'm on the way down mom (laughs) (laughs) coming in hot florida (laughs) give me my cream cheese (laughs) (laughs) man oh man i mean that's how this whole country is going to go down we are going to go down like the plane because we have biden as our president we're just going to be well if he keeps going at this pace we're screwed we totally are i mean think about it Think of the guy has been in office for what six months? Yeah, it's so bad. The dude's walking around the G7 <laughs> lost, lost, and Jill's got to come run up, grab him by the hand, like yes. his daughter getting her elderly dad. You yeah, know, I, I before just... he steps off the stage. <laughs> this jackass, Did you see they put the dog down, they put Champ, you know, the German Shepherd, yeah, the one you that know, bit, the one that got biting everybody, yeah, yeah. He got he got Clinton sided. <laughs> they were like, uh, Joe, this is Hillary. You know what you got to do to the dog, right? Yeah. Oh, champ. I mean, sad. that's not the reason they did it, though, is it? Because we it was, don't know. Yeah. Joe doesn't even know. But the dog was obviously problematic, and uh, we don't know. We don't know, but it's awfully suspicious. Sort of like you know everything. People that break stories on the Clintons when all of a sudden you know they just suddenly aren't here no more. It's a bad deal. 
<laughs> you know, champ just... couldn't come back in the White House. He bit a couple of people. Well, you know, at least Bill Clinton was a ladies' man. Joe Biden was. Yeah. Oh, I guess he probably Bill still is. is. Yeah. I promise you, there might not be everything working on Bill Clinton, but the right mix of pharmaceuticals got that boy. He looks dead. He looks dead already, though. <laughs> he looks like just oh. toast. Yeah. I used to think Hillary, I, I used to think Hillary was the ugly one in that relationship. No, she's oh. she's busting out the moo-moos again. Are you oh. seeing this? Oh. The big flowery flowing things. Yeah, she's back. Stop. She done. She's yeah. in grandma mode, right? No, come yeah. on. Got to hide the colostomy back. Oh. <sighs> She'll be deemed like a fashion icon for like you know New York Fashion Week in the fall. Look at this. She'll have her walk the runways. You know. Yeah. And uh, poor dog. I know. And you know what else? Greg Abbott, Greg Abbott vetoed the bill, which would uh, would fix the regulations on how you house your 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 dogs, Animals, your dogs, and and get rid of the heavy chain that you can put on a dog mm-hmm. when you got them. He ve- why would you veto that? If somebody knows, I want to t- I want to hear a good response. I mean, why would you not make it a better living situation for your dogs, right. for your animals yes. that are in your yard? Yes, you know. And and let's regulate what they're living in and get those heavy chains off their necks. Well, yeah. those heavy chains help them be better dog fighters in the pits. Well, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, it makes them stronger. Yeah, they 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 got something heavy to lift all the time. But this is insane. Yeah. why would you veto that? Well, why would you veto that bill? I don't. Well, I'm, you need to reverse it when you become watch governor. Watch me. Yeah. I might not get to go out on the road and have any fun anymore, but by God, we'll fix these animals. I think my dogs live better than most people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's another thing that's pissing me off that I'm doing a lot of research on, but I'm also dealing with is that uh, uh, CWD, the uh, chronic wasting disease that they, they're coming into these high, high game fence ranches in Texas and they're cutting the heads off of all these deer so they can test them. You can do live testing, but they're cutting the heads. They're taking these these Send guys, the these ranchers. They spend them. millions of dollars to perfect the genetics of these deer. Right. There's never been a deer death in the state of Texas from CWD. <sighs> and and the Texas Park and Wildlife is coming in and killing these deer, cutting the heads off, sending them to the lab, testing them. All this stuff. This now, is insane. If you were governor, you wouldn't be letting that happen. Hell no. Hang tight. Be right back. Quick, quick, quick little. Give me some more history. Just a little bit of history. Yeah, more, right here, David Bar- Barton. Let's let's do something. Let's go. Let's just grab something at, at random. Um, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. I'm looking for something. Despite the welcome victory at Trenton, the Americans were still losing more battles than they were winning. One of their notable losses was the Battle of Brandywine, where 1,200 Americans were killed in a great defeat. Following that tragic loss, Washington prayed fervently for a change for a signal stroke of providence. I like that book. It's a great book. Brandywine sounds great. <laughs> Steve's thinking about the drink. I know, right? Brandywine, one of them cheer, cherry wines. Yeah, yeah one of them cherry sodas. Uh, go to watchchat.com for all the fun stuff is. Prather2022.com if you're interested. Uh, those of you in Texas, <laughs> I'm Chad Prather, not approved this effing message. You said effing. <laughs> effing. You shouldn't be a governor. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to write. So many things that I'm are wrong. write to you. Why you haven't gotten back to my email? Why didn't you write You me? shouldn't even make fun of this. Okay. It's your responsibility to respond. I didn't want an emoji as a response. Mm. Well, <laughs> Lisa Page made me do it. At Party Foul Steve. Party Foundation, Beer for Brunch, BlazeTV.com 
slash Chad. Sign up. Use promo code Chad. Get a discount. And uh, you guys still happy, happily married over there? Yeah, a couple weeks Look in. Two, Good. Two thumbs up. I love Woo-hoo. it. Yeah. Woohoo. Got to check in every now and then. Y'all yeah. still have a dog, right? Y'all hadn't, <laughs> y'all hadn't put the dog down. Poor Chad. <laughs> It's a golden. It will never get put down. Golden never. Anyway, uh, give us a rating and review. Five stars is all we take. Go to where podcasts are offered to do that. And, of course, tune in tomorrow night for Weird Wednesday. We love y'all. God bless you. We'll talk to you then.